0: i yeah, I had a lot of coffee. I've had a lot of coffee. I've had a lot of white castle. I'm on that white castle diet.
1: Yeah, um an interesting choice you have decided to every night.
0: It's it's basically like every night. You're like doing
1: supersize me but you don't eat meat so it's just impossible burgers.
0: It's impossible burgers. I actually think it might Actually, be good for me. Uh,
1: You you know, you keep saying that, and with a lot of actuallys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know because. though you maybe
1: know that it's not.
0: (laughs) No, 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 no. Uh, It's, I have a medical condition that makes it very hard to, like, uh, among other things, like, maintain a healthy body weight. Mm -hmm. So, one of the things, like, my grandpa was prescribed beer. Like, just yeah, that was the like to he wasn't a drinker, but they were like, you need to drink like beer every day to just like enough calories and carbs, yeah, just like so that you don't just like die, okay. And I'm not gonna do that. No. Because I'm an alcoholic. You are sober. Yeah. As, like, among other problems. You're
1: crushing it. You're I'm, sober. Right. You need to get calories elsewhere, and you've chosen- So,
0: I was like- The White Can't castle. do beer. I'm going to do White Castle. Uh-huh. And-
1: We do live near um, a special- There's very a White special, Castle right there. A special White Castle that will let you walk through the drive-thru, and that is a very important- That's Most important for fast you. food places will not- Allow you to walk through the drive-through, which I understand. I don't know if they it's a allow you
0: to walk through the drive-through more than you just did it.
1: They no, but I've tried to just do it in other places, and they m- most places will tell you no.
0: Right. You you well, Mister Submarine.
1: We have walked through the drive-through there too. There's an amazing chain. Shout out, Mister Submarine. It's like fast food but good. Like yeah,
0: it's really good. It's
1: really good. It's in Joliet, Joliet, but a few other cities
0: in Illinois. Yeah, but I, um, we don't we can't speak to the magicalness of the other Mr. Submarines.
1: This one also let us walk through the drive through. It's just such magic. a treat. Also, my car's too tall. That's why right. I keep that's wanting it just to, to give a little right. context. I drive the very tall van. It sometimes can't fit through drive throughs. That's I'm not just like into walking through <laughs> drive throughs. Though I I do feel like there's a little bit of a it's kind of fun it's kind of fun it's kinda like fun. I'm beep, beep, I'm right, right. beep beep I'm a person
0: beep beep I'm a person uh so that said I outside of the the lingering winter sickness and the daily grind of existence I actually feel great the that's nice.
1: From your White Castle diet? I think it's
0: the White Castle diet, Uh because I have no other reason to feel good. Right, yes. That's the only thing that's changed. We are
1: in deep winter. It's very snowy. It's very little sunlight. And um, it's time to just grind our teeth and make it through those two months that we call, we we pretend aren't the worst, but we all know are the the worst, worst. February and March.
0: They are the worst ones.
1: We got two more to go, my friends.
0: That's it. And if you live Uh, in a
1: beautiful place where you do not deal with the weather. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you.
0: So I've also been streaming at least eight hours a day. So catch me on that twitch.tv slash a ton of. It's actually, I mean, it's very good. And then the thing is the stream has also been like mostly pretty good this last Mm -hmm. week. Uh, When there are lots of people there, it's really fun. But then I'm kind of also, like, grinding the numbers so that it, like, picks back up its audience from when I was doing it, like, kind of more full-time. The grind times, they wear me down.
1: You just sit and wait for people to come send you music.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's a lot of Conclave time.
1: Yes, our good friend.
0: Shout out Conclave, my internet friend. He might be my best friend.
1: All right. Oh, am I in competition with Conclave? Yeah,
0: it's you and Conclave.
1: (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. All right, no he shout-outs for me, me to Conclave. He sends We're, me, like,
0: nice little, like, you know, affirming messages.
1: Aw. All right, I got to... Are you telling me that I have to step I up Maybe I need my, some uh, more <laughs> affirming
0: messages. I mean, you sent me a pretty good raccoon picture today. I thought that was good. That was very good. Yeah. So you win today. Hell Conclave yeah. is only asking me about panning. So you do win today.
1: Yeah, does Conclave do cute r- raccoon... Mm,
0: no, I get, like, kind of like... Like dude memes. You know, mm, like I funny, can't compete in funny that category. YouTubes.
1: I don't have enough going on there. I'm i yeah. I'm the one that is shown those. I am not the
0: You're not the distributor no. of the No no no. I know that you don't share the funny dude memes and I don't like I'm not holding it against I you. I
1: specialize in raccoons getting up to no good. Ah, I do and love that. um those I've really hit a a, a new pocket of internet with loving those l- those dogs with really long snoots. Yes,
0: the long snoot dogs. I know that it's
1: not as popular, so I'm not sharing them to everyone. I have one friend who also loves the dogs with the long snoots, so that's just a back-and-forth mm. um, side passion. Well, that's nice. But the raccoons, I know you're a fan. And
0: I'm a big fan. They have little hands. Well,
1: you had to literally get a cat because you were accidentally starting to have a pet raccoon i was
0: starting to have a pet a pet yeah. raccoon yes you had to stop yourself i did have to stop myself there was no <laughs> way to he it was very cute mrs thomas was very cute
1: yeah you are always teetering on the edge of becoming that one man on youtube who just oh with the hot dogs feeds. yeah i don't know how to, l- listeners if you've ever if you don't know hot dog raccoon man on youtube i think if you just search hot, hot, hot dog, dog raccoon, raccoon man, man. This man posts almost every day.
0: Yeah, still does.
1: And he just has like hundreds of raccoons that come to his house and he feeds them hot dogs.
0: And he's just uh, the best thing about the video is, I mean, first off, they're always uh, they're like six hours long. Every single one. Oh, yeah. Man, he's like,
1: kind of like putzing around his house looking for more hot dogs.
0: He's going. Uh, he's in like he's named them all. I want to say Saskatchewan. It's just a yeah. par- It's just the snow land of Canada, and it's always snowy. Uh, but the thing is, is that he he sits out there and the, on the porch, and the the basic premise of every video is. I don't know why all these raccoons are here. Like, oh, they just love you, me. They just love me. Oh, they're hungry, you know. Like, I guess I gotta do this because all these raccoons are here. Here's a hot, and he's just got buckets of hot dogs, and he just keeps <laughs> saying, "Like, I don't know why they're here." Oh no, I have to feed these raccoons.
1: Yeah. That is maybe your future. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, totally. And I as mean, long as you
1: monetize it with a YouTube uh, channel, I think that Honestly,
0: is. it's not even like a, it's not a future that I look at and go like, oh no, I must avoid this future. I look at it and I go like, hell yeah. Yeah. This is the. This is literally, <laughs> when you go into a job interview and they're like, what's your 10 year plan? I'm like, Raccoon man. Yeah. (laughs) Like, uh out and proud raccoon man. Thank you very much. I would like to take the resources from this paycheck, invest in hot dogs, because I've got raccoons to feed. (laughs) Ten-year plan. I
1: I wonder, your one thing you have to figure out is how to separate your many tiny dogs. Because you already have four. I know Uh your plan is
0: to have... A sanctuary. Yes. yes.
1: (laughs) Yes, a sanctuary. Um, and so we're going to have to, that sounds like a, there could be a dangerous meeting. Between well,
0: I'm thinking I'm going to need like separate properties. One is just exclusively dogs,
1: exclusively dogs. One is exclusively raccoon Raccoons. hot dog
0: place. And then sometimes I might find like a special raccoon that I, I feel Travels like has a certain, certain gusto. And I'm uh-huh. like, maybe you could meet the dogs and vice versa. Maybe there's a dog that has like a raccoony personality. I could kind of mix and match. I could do some experiments, uh-huh yeah, sure research
1: that sounds great i'm I am waiting with bated breath to see how this unfolds your future <laughs> well,
0: I know how it is <laughs> raccoon man
1: i i mean I think that that is a is it you know hashtag life goals put it on your dream board. I think it's great, and i you know. I'm only encourage. I'm here to encourage it. I'm sending you the the memes. I am a raccoon at heart. Uh huh. I like digging through the trash. You, you love know?
0: trash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Well, I'm a raccoon man. That's all. That's it. Oh, and I'm Summer Krinsky. And this is I Don't Heart Radio. This could be your next favorite band. Crushed it. All right.
1: Um. So I feel like you're going a little bit on. We're like approaching valentine's day which is like stupid holiday but i feel mm. like you're going a little on theme here where we got a kind of a love song
0: issue is that me. what's going on
1: i mean it's not like a direct it's like a love song in retrospect because it doesn't i don't think that it's um it's not about a current love it's like looking pa- back on a past love was what i got out of the lyrics of the song you showed me but fascinating it was still, well this is one of those times am I totally off did well, i misinterpret
0: no, 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 no. I mean, that's probably what the song... This is just one of those times where we have different brains. Uh, but you just didn't even... Uh, yeah, it didn't it register in. at all. Yeah. I was like, feel emotional content? Feelings? No, I just liked, like the, usually the, like the, the orchestral arrangements.
1: <laughs> I mean, those are nice, too. Yeah. But I think the thing that struck me was like... Um, there was something that reminded me in this of putting on... A song specifically, like on my iPod on the bus and going to s- school and kind of like pining.
0: Yeah, I I do. Uh, so on the track, and we're talking about Floral Portrait. Uh, That's the name of the band. That is the name of the band. Uh, their debut album is out. It's called Floral Portrait. Cool. The starting song that, with
1: the subtitle. Yeah. Bold.
0: Eponymous. <laughs> Uh the uh the song that I played is called Waves. And I, f- I did feel it did make me have feelings. It kind of felt like um like <laughs> You the, did feel. Yeah, I did feel. <laughs> you started off
1: so cold.
0: Yeah, I'll admit it. Okay. Thought about the raccoons. Uh it has that Velvet Underground Nico kind of crossover uh Royal Tenenbaums kind of like nostalgia, longing and all of that. For sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely that uh, but you didn't even catch like the the love song energy?
0: I didn't catch the love song energy. That's so funny. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was like the uh I mean, yeah, my my take was just it made me think of having a crush in high school, of like remembering back on a an evening you spent together with someone that could have turned into Oh, more. that's so cute. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, that's a ringing endorsement for the track, I think. Um, So
1: the song we're talking about, uh, what's the title of it? Waves. Okay, sorry. Waves
0: by Floral Portrait off of Floral Portrait. And
1: that just the single's out right now?
0: No, the whole album's out. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, So I was digging through the bin, the digital bin of records that I do every week. And I do really love this. This is kind of a this is a little bit of a departure, but I'm thinking about the nature of winter releases. Yeah, and it's like you have to to get a winter release to work, you gotta just crush that like exact feeling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean I think people really avoid winter releases because it's weird. You'd think that you know a lot of the world is stuck inside and wants stuff to do yeah. and is kind of like winter is such like a hibernate reflect on your lifetime that you would think new music or like music would be a great accompaniment and i think music is but i think it's not usually new music i think people often in the winter and they maybe wanted, I'm just, they
0: wanted to get a nostalgia yeah
1: i was gonna say like i don't know if this is just me or if you experience it too i feel like winter i want to go back into yeah the Tracks from
0: yeah other the times in my life, and that's yeah. probably why I was drawn to this because it was, and I think that like in general when I'm going through and picking stuff for the show, I'm looking for things that are kind of um like edgy or pushing an envelope. Yeah, but I'm going, you know, I'm going through the releases, and I think you know there were some that I was like, oh yeah, this is like a little bit like left of center. But then I came across this and I was like, no, what I really want is to be like reminded of stuff. I want a nostalgia trip.
1: Yeah, you want to be soothed.
0: <laughs> I do want to be soothed. And you know, it's hard to um it's hard to think about the winter release as an artist because on the one hand, the competition, like the field is thin. You yeah, know? you were
1: saying like in the summer when we were doing the podcast, and even in the spring and fall, right? You, yeah. It was, like, a lot you had to dig through. And- I had to
0: dig through a lot, and it was—I um, I would generally find at least four releases that I was kind of—you know, and and it and kind of—a crowded release schedule or, or a release field, it makes it—like, on my end, like I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to everything that came out this last week, and it's, it's exciting for me because I'm mm-hmm. like, oh— this is cool and then this is cool and I keep going and going and going and then at the end I'm like okay I'm battling it out between like what is it that's gonna like really catch my attention this week yeah uh but in the less crowded release field it's on my end I hit like 30 things that I'm just like I don't like this at all you Uh know and and it it, it kind of like slows me down from the entire process of just like even finding the one that I want to listen to. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, so,
1: yeah, it's weird. It's, it's like, like there's... if there's
0: not, it's kind of the it's like the Diamond District, uh, like uh, philosophy of music releases. What do you mean by that? So controlling uh, the supply. No, 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 no. Um, it's a, it's like an economic theory that plays out. Like, it, um, it's most notable in the diamond district in New York.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Is that doesn't the diamonds control? Isn't the entire value based on like, um, so having a tight control over like, their, their how many are in circulation?
0: No, it's actually like the opposite. Okay. Um, the diamond district in New York is a, um, you know, a few streets where it's just, like, jewelry sellers. Uh-huh. Okay? And there is a, like, a draw to the consumer to go to the Diamond District to do your shopping. Sure, okay. and
1: I mean, if you want diamonds. Right. You go you, there. The, you go to the Diamond it District. It in the name.
0: And... But the thing is is that you would think that there would be diminishing returns to have like f- you know a hundred jewelry stores like literally next door to each other, yeah, but it does a there's like a some sort of psychological thing that happens with consumers or people as we i guess we would call them, yeah um <laughs> where they they go from shop to shop to shop to shop, and they make their decisions, and they they're they're like in the diamond zone. Yeah, uh, okay, so, they're in the
1: headspace, and it's like at this point you 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 can't leave without picking one. Yeah,
0: and without uh, so the thing You're is high is on that diamonds. You as a so as a jeweler, as a person who's selling jewelry in the diamond district, like the shop owner. Yeah, yeah you would think that you would be at a disadvantage to have so, so much, much competition, competition around you. But you're actually outperforming sellers that are in non-crowded districts. Hmm. And this is also like how Subway operates to a degree. There are other like there are other cases of this. There's something about it that you have like a,
1: Subway the sandwich shop. Yeah. They are like the most, like they had yeah, the they, largest. They number saturated of the market the most, yeah. and
0: they're they were kind of operating on that principle. They also, um, uh, what's the word? Um, fucked their franchise owners the hardest. Oh. so that was also a part of it. Mm-hmm. Jared, uh, so on and so forth. So mm-hmm. not an endorsement of Subway, right? Yeah, uh, but just conceptually. You're uh, just a White Castle guy. I'm just, yeah, no no <laughs> issues there.
1: Please, we don't want to hear anything bad coming out of White Castle. Cancel, We're counting on you.
0: Don't cancel my diet. I think
1: they're just a castle. I don't think they have
0: right. a a feudal system. Yeah, no, there's no mascot. And that's right. nice.
1: I guess, yeah, maybe the no castle risk. is, well, mm. yeah, right. Mm. <laughs> Hopefully, that's just a, you know, a, a, a castle, a, a historical White Castle.
0: Perhaps. right yeah <laughs> nothing to worry about there <laughs> all right so anyway. <laughs> uh so that said when you release music into a crowded field you know it's like oh i'm competing with so many releases but i think that there is something about you're going through all of the releases and you just have this positive you know if you have like positive experience after positive experiences you're going through everything i think that you're kind of more primed as a listener
1: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah, so, you're like, I understand you're in like the buzzy headspace of just finding things. And and so currently wintertime has been sort of just a slower,
0: it's less yeah. things
1: to go through and it's been a general.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't feel like the, you know, there isn't like a overall like high quality of really, there's a lot of just like, this is my punk band's demo yeah. just floating out there. And I love that you put your punk band's demo on Bandcamp and that you p- printed it on vinyl. Like, that's cool. Like, I love that for you, but I didn't want to listen to it. <laughs> so you have, through the rubble. Through the garbage. <laughs> I found Floral Portrait, uh-huh. and it is quite nice. Yeah. It was like a nice... It was a nice little pillow that I rested my head upon, and uh, it is a lovely... Lovely album, and it is probably the most obscure thing that I've dug up in the entire history of this podcast.
1: Most obscure? What do you mean by that? They
0: only have a Bandcamp. They're not on streaming. There is only the Bandcamp page. Okay.
1: That's the only place. So they can't even go on the playlist we have.
0: They cannot. No. That's, I mean, impressive. Good for them. Impressive. Good for them. (laughs) Uh, Where are they from? uh, Atlanta. Oh, cool! Which I mean, it feels very Atlanta because the whole uh, going through releases, I get kind of a feel for everything that's going on. And the indie rock and indie pop world in Atlanta is very strange. It's all like it's very insular. It kind of doesn't. There's not a lot of like tours coming out of Atlanta. We
1: definitely know a few cool indie bands that are come like kind of blowing up in the online scene out of Atlanta.
0: For sure, online, but it's Uh it like kind of stays. In Atlanta.
1: Yeah. Well, what what can you hit around there? I mean, there's some south, you know, other southern cities, but it's not as, I don't know, it's not as close to, I'm trying to think, I've only toured through Atlanta one time. I mean, I've been to Atlanta a few times, but I've only played a show there once, and, um, I can't even remember exactly like what the route is. Nashville's not that far. Nashville's I'm, not yeah.
0: far. I mean, Memphis, uh North Carolina. I mean, I I want to say that it's the same distance to New York. I think it's like 9 hours oh, really? to New York. Okay. Yeah, I think just like from the other way. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I it's there, but it's just like it's just kind of like a fun vibe. I yeah. feel like it's a little bit of a hidden fortress of a city. Uh-huh. And some cuz some cities are just like kind of wide open, you know. Uh, Detroit to a degree is a hidden fortress
1: oh that yeah you definitely have to know what's you need to know someone that's involved in the scene and then there's like quite a scene yes of, of stuff going on but it's not as Um, I, I think that there's a there's it's harder to break into what's happening without having a person that is involved in it that you're yeah. friends with
0: and to a degree that's true you know generally but then i think that there are certain places where i'm like you really need to have like a espionage mission to figure out what's going on in this town.
1: Yeah, that was my uh, feeling towards Pittsburgh for a long time.
0: Yeah. Uh, we've now
1: befriended some. Now we have friends Lovely in Pittsburgh. people there. But yeah, i've always felt like Pittsburgh was like a city of spies. <laughs> <laughs> How do i contact you, Pittsburgh?
0: <laughs> so floral portrait, they're out of Atlanta, that kind of like is a vibe um and then what really draws me to this album is that for being so hidden and not online there is a huge amount of work and effort that went into this album to make something so like with the uh the orchestral arrangements like it's literally like it's six violins uh two violas three cellos harp two flutes Clarinet, sax, bass, clarinet, trumpet, French, and two French horns.
1: Oh wow!
0: uh, And that's like the live orchestra. So they assembled like a full uh, like chamber orchestra to record these songs, which I think is so special in these days because even major label releases, it's usually like one. It's like a string session player hired to do every single string part.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, and sometimes just mixing in with MIDI too.
0: Yeah, I mean electronics, uh, samples, uh, all of that. But you you just don't see a soundstage doing live orchestral capture.
1: I wonder how much they're playing themselves and.
0: Oh no, they oh. they hired out musicians. Oh, wow. I mean, okay. like, so JP Brian Slack is the first violin. Wow. Uh, so this is all uh, written by uh Jason Bronson and Jacob uh Chisenhall that makes up Floral Portrait. I really like the name Floral Portrait. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, Like everything here is very nice. Uh but yeah, I'm sa- so I'm saying that it's like they're their orchestral session players they're listed out. They had a okay, chamber orchestra sweet. record these songs. That's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. And that is just So much, uh, so much work. It was recorded at the glow in Athens from 2018 to 2022. Oh, wow. So this
1: is a four year process.
0: Yeah. And I just think that that level of detail is not, um, not common. It's not common. It's not common at any stage, like at any level of the music industry at this point, yeah, and I think that that makes this album so incredibly special. And like, I played through, uh, I think it's ten tracks. It is ten tracks, and I played through the whole thing, and it's that, uh, it's it's the arrangements that make it so stand out. Yeah, uh, of any like, of anything that I've heard this year, that's what sets it in a whole different space.
1: Yeah, no, I mean it had a really pretty sound. It had um like you said I feel like it was less trying to push boundaries sonically, like it's things that I've heard in yeah. ways, but it it was um because of that felt like quite a nostalgia feeling and yeah, just I don't know, I always get like a visual with yeah. Songs and it just felt like riding the school bus and thinking about your crush.
0: <laughs> well, that's so nice, and I I do think it's worth noting that, um, in their liner notes, their number one, they end their like many thanks to you know like all the musicians that played and everything. It was and one many they, thanks,
1: shout out to my crush and, my, uh, and
0: it was not a shout out to my crush. It was the biggest shout out was to Brian Wilson. Oh, nice. so but I feel like. It's even in the world of I've heard lots of things that are, you know, kind of tribute in yeah. like, you know, Beatlesy, or Beach Boysy, uh, all of that. But I do feel like there's always like a kind of a cheating in the production when yeah. someone is doing that. It's really
1: hard not to cheat. It's I mean, really hard not to
0: cheat. You're expensive
1: doing expensive time. Right.
0: And... Uh, yeah. So it's it's very you know, I can hear like a Beatlesy thing, but it's like very clearly like corners were cut and all of that. So to so to be like, Thank you, Brian Wilson, but also take the time to spend four years recording a literal chamber orchestra. Yeah. Is is the thing that makes it like Stand wrap out. back around mm-hmm. to appropriate again. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like it's a rip. But it's a rip where you are actually trying,
1: right? Right.
0: Uh, and and then that that intention carries through on the, uh, in the final product. Totally. Yeah, and that's just something that, I don't know. It's, it comes across. It comes across because I listened to it without reading the liner notes, and there was something there that wasn't there on a lot of things that I've heard that are kind of like pulling on those nostalgia strings. Yeah. And. And it's one of those intangibles that it's hard to justify to, like, a, a marketing executive or your label boss or something where you're like, no, it needs to be a 22-piece chamber orchestra. <laughs> like, it really does need to be that in order yeah. for the thing <laughs> to actually happen. And it's like someone's going to – and, like, justifying it to an engineer, they're going to be like, well, can't we just, like, we could, you know – double track the strings. We could get, we could hire like one person. Right. They right, could right. play all the violin parts. We could hire a cello person. We can record it. We can multi-track it. But to have the wherewithal to be like, no, it's a full orchestra <laughs> playing the thing. And that's how it's going to be special. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, and, and it's right. Mm-hmm. You know, it is, it came across as special to a listener uh, and that's like a that's like an intangible thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, one more level to the school bus.
0: Give me your school bus. Okay. Run me over.
1: I just, cause I'm like, it it did take me it took me to a very specific. It was it was not who's <laughs> on the school bus thinking about your crush and did you ever push your face up against the window? Oh hell yeah! And I you know how push, it would like yeah. rattle everything in your head? It would like yeah. rattle your entire skull and like your brain and your throat a little bit and it kind of like almost hurt like Uh you hit a bus uh, or a bump rather and it would kind of like you'd smack your head a little against it and be like oh man i gotta take my head off the window but then you kind of put it back do you know what i mean
0: yeah i do know what you mean
1: (laughs) okay it was that too that's how i felt that's how you felt
0: felt like felt like you're getting whacked by a bus no no
1: like it's no but it's (laughs) nostalgic it's like a nostalgic feeling
0: for getting whacked by the bus no 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 not whacked <laughs> no, by you the mean, bus you're just you pushing
1: your head up against it it's almost it's like calming like road noise um as it like rattles and you're kind of lost in your thoughts
0: one and two and three and four <laughs> <laughs> this, that, is this is calming
1: <laughs> <laughs> I might maybe I'm
0: alone here <laughs> podcasts are summer's therapy <laughs>
1: <laughs> right right in. Has anyone right in. else experienced what I am describing?
0: Or Maybe this is I'm solo? just a monster.
1: I could be just, you know, right. living in my own world. I don't heart radio pod at gmail.com. Let us know.
0: Uh, subject line, stimming. So <laughs> yes. I feel like we're lucky people. I do too. Are you are
1: we entering the back half now? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we're lucky in a lot of ways. Some occasionally I feel unlucky, but you know, that's that's how it
0: how it goes. You know, it requires a lot of luck? What's that? Winning the lottery. Sure. All right. So, I was uh I was living in the internet uh mm-hmm. back again and I started getting all these headlines popping up mm-hmm. uh that uh were like lottery winner blew through 50 million dollars in eight years yeah that's a common it's super common you know and and it is a thing where it's like okay you win the lottery you spend a bunch of money but it was just like it was hot i just like it was it was just you know popping off
1: sure i feel like um the I, i can't remember this the stats on it but i think i've Heard that there is like a significant percentage of winners that wishes that, that report wish that they, they wish they never right. had won. Yeah.
0: Well, then that gets into like really sad shit where it's like you know, shitty members of their family were just like I am yeah. stealing your money and like that or all friends that, or become like, yeah everyone's very just... addicted to cocaine yeah uh, you know there is a lot of those sad stories. Mm-hmm. This one wasn't that okay okay but it was being presented as one. Like, man blew, like, it's headlines, like, man spent, uh, wasted $50 million uh, for eight years until You're his like, death, Ooh, you know? And, like, that? the man, and he died, and he spent $50 million improperly. And those are the headlines, okay? okay. But let's dig in to what Colin Weir actually did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, first off, he died in 2019, he was 71 years old. All right. That's,
1: you know, like... S-
0: slightly below your average life expen- expectancy, but not a tragedy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's old. Uh huh. He won the lottery when he was old.
1: Right, okay. He
0: was 63 years old. Sure. Uh, so, and then the reason that they're... Uh, I was also like, why do I care about this dude? Why are we talking about it four years later? And it turns out that they're like releasing documents in some sort of like a state battle between his children, and okay. they're basically. I think that his children have Are hired. Are they like, mad at him? They're for, mad at him yeah. for spending the fifty million dollars, mm-hmm. you know. So they're like, "Fuck you, dad!" <laughs> like smear We're campaign. gonna smear campaign your your legacy. Okay. Uh, so it's all just like. Lottery winner burns through nearly fifty million dollars before death. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I feel in, like the
1: story you're about to tell me is that he just like lived it up and had it. An he awesome, had a fucking awesome yeah. time. Okay, and he actually awesome. connects because I had a, I had a thing I wanted to talk about too that was like. I wasn't sure if it would fit in with whatever you came Ah, up with, but it actually does. We did mind melds, but so go on.
0: Okay. Yeah. I I mean, I think that it's actually like really important philosophically because I think that a lot of people just like, I don't know, their view on wealth is like, I am a dragon and I hoard it and like, it's mine. And I'll maybe like, I guess, give it to my children and they'll just like be kings yeah you know and then their (laughs) children will be get more children and then they won't have to you know yeah that sucks Uh that's not that's literally not america Uh we made america so that people would stop doing we were like no more of that Uh no more kings was the whole point so i don't know spend your money uh in 2011 he won what was at the time a the highest scottish lottery winning uh at 257 so he's not
1: in america no. <laughs> okay. Well <laughs> You're just saying.
0: Well, we're in America. Right. Sure. Okay. And also they got rid of kings.
1: Uh-huh. Everyone were, we're Most yeah.
0: people got we're, rid most, of kings. Yeah. Onward. <laughs> so uh two hundred fifty seven million dollars in two thousand eleven, which mm-hmm. was at the time the highest Scottish lottery winner in all time. Wait, sorry. Uh, How much again? Two hundred and fifty seven million gotcha, dollars. Gotcha, gotcha. Now uh he then there are taxes and then he got divorced right away
1: oh my god really yes <laughs> oh wow
0: so that's uh that's 80 million dollars out okay just uh, just cut in half mm-hmm. you know so dude comes out from the divorce with 80 million dollars mm-hmm. all right
1: immediate divorce immediate divorce legendary I, he did only what he staying to do, together, you know. Yeah, okay.
0: And, and then, uh, then it was like, you know what? What if we both just made eighty million dollars right now, and we uh, party it up? Sure, okay. we're in our sixties. See ya, Let's, j- see ya, never. in hell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that said, he's got eighty million dollars. He spends fifty million. He still has thirty million dollars. Yeah, he's doing fine. He's doing fine. Uh. He, uh, you know, and then there's like a bunch of interviews with economists that are like, he spent $100,000 a week. And that is outrageous. It takes so much work to even do that. He bought a a nice house for a million bucks. He bought a bunch of horses Mm because he likes horses. He uh, did like a charitable trust. He did, you know, gave money away to things that he thought were cool. Yeah. Uh, he also did contribute uh, significantly to Scottish Brexit uh, uh, causes. All right, I but mean, he believed in he it. Believed and in- that's sure. what he did. Right. he was like, "I won this money, and I would like to do it. Okay, good for him. He bought a a large, like one of the largest expenditures in that is he bought the majority stake in the local football team or. Soccer, as Mm -hmm. we would know it, and then in the uh, leading up to his death, he died of like kidney failure. Mm -hmm. He then made it a publicly owned uh, team by the by the city. Oh, that's nice. That's super nice. Yeah. So basically, I just think that uh, I mean that that's basically those are his expenditures. Okay. He like bought horses, bought a house. And then just, like, gave his money away. And your
1: main criticism is, like, why was it not raccoons? Why was it horses? But, but otherwise... Right, right, right.
0: Other than that, and, like, Skexit is questionable. Uh-huh, but right. the thing oh, yeah, is, yeah. is that, like, what my main issue here is that, uh, literally, if you just, like, search, like, Colin Wheel lottery winner, uh-huh. it's just hundreds of headlines are people that like, are just, judging like, him. All of the headlines are "man wastes fifty million dollars." Man wastes fifty million dollars. I think this is (laughs) foolish. Idiot spends fifty million dollars.
1: Is that what the content of the article actually is? Though, well, I mean, the
0: content of the article is like these are the things that he bought, and then like the asides are like you know an economist being like, "That's a very foolish way to spend your money." Uh huh. And it's like, dude, that sounds awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's two things. I think that one, they just want you to click. So, you know, obviously there's some right, right, click right, there's energy some... going on. But then, yeah, I think the thing you're honing in on is, like, why are all these boring people judging someone for having a good time? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, uh, yeah, like, I it's sad if the economist wouldn't also do some ridiculous stuff if they
0: had. Yeah, what would you the, do with, the, yeah. like, $80 million? Mm-hmm. You've. You no longer have a wife, right? And you have eighty million dollars, and you're old as shit. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, so it's not it's not like you got eighty million dollars. And you have to be like,
1: well, when I get old, I need to make sure I have money. No, you're, you're old. I like, am already old. I yeah. am
0: old right now. I have maybe twenty years left.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do I want to just like?
1: Well, at sixty, you could squeeze. He was sixty three.
0: I feel like so he like you can
1: hit a hundred. I
0: I know that you can hit. Was 100. He not like a healthy sixty. He didn't look healthy. It didn't look like he was gonna live to a hundred. Right. Okay. Okay. Like there are photos of him like popping the champagne in front of the giant check, and you are like, nah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. The, the he was he knew what yeah. he was in for, and he said, "Let's just make every last minute."
0: And okay. Awesome. Also, arguably, like I know that you can like stretch your mortal coil out to a hundred, uh-huh. but like, <laughs> how good are the ages eighty five to hundred? Right. What are you What are you getting done there? Uh, I think
1: it depends, but yeah, I think a lot of it is hard at, as time goes on.
0: You're not. You're not living. Ma- I guess that's I, I mean that's also like my like I did, thoughts I mean, on.
1: My grandpa made it to 90 and he up until the very he went in and out there were like moments like right. there's scare times where he was like not living a good life because like oh heart attack or oh you know whatever yeah, yeah. but every time he did a recover he would just have like a grand old time.
0: Right. Two fish. Yeah. Uh I I would say that that is an outlier, though rare. He's I think rare. that if you're, yeah. I think that if you're 65 and you've got 100 million dollars and you're just playing the odds of like how many good times.
1: Well, also you can spend 50 million and then at 70, if you're like, wow, I seem to be still living. You, I mean, you could put away. The thing is, he's spending it on. He's he's spending on things that he could sell if he was out of money. Oh yeah, like. You know, he, he could, you could sell could just keep the burning soccer team.
0: He could sell the house, and he, he probably could have made it in another again, decade. There were still like thirty million dollars yeah. in the bank.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's
0: a lot of money.
1: What do you need it for?
0: I guess your shitty kids. <laughs> <laughs> higher in PR. So
1: you think that this entire article series is it seems a really of
0: angry... it seems very focused on how little money was there. Right. for well, the next generation.
1: Yeah, I mean, sounds like um you know <laughs> i don't know they didn't get what they expected but i yeah the fact that the articles are all saying that it's like it's so
0: irresponsible it's just like like, a moral failing
1: right and it's like totally also the other thing is it's like totally against what culture is actually because like there's so much just and, and you could argue that like materialism is bad and that um like bling uh, fancy culture of just like uh, what do you what would you call it like people like influencers that are just yeah pretending flexing, yeah. yeah flexing pretending to have like the fanciest lives with and you know that seems
0: oh it's shallow Shallow. And, and, yeah
1: but if if it's it, it's shallow if it doesn't bring you joy but if
0: it brings you joy This man sounds like he was having a lot of joy. Yeah.
1: I don't I mean, think that
0: he was it didn't sound like he was going like oh, uh, there's my $100,000 this week to all these cool horses. And, like, I do wonder what else is in it. Because it's, like, basically every article I'm finding, it's just, like, horses, a house, a football team, uh, and all of that. Doesn't quite equal the $100,000. Uh-huh. So I feel like there were other very fun expenditures that are maybe not public. Right,
1: right. He was having a good time. I just feel like, I, I think that when we think of it being sad with, like, an influence or whatever, it's because they're not having a good time. Yes. Like, it's like they're on with the cameras on and then, you know, they turn it off and they're, like, unfulfilled and it's meaningless. It sounds like this guy was pretty fulfilled.
0: I think I, this sounds like the life of a fulfilled man. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, uh, yeah, the, materialism for the sake of materialism is probably, like, a sad, shallow existence. But if you're just, like, living your best life, I don't think anyone should judge you for it. Yeah.
1: Okay, so what I was going to talk about, which is, well, it it really actually kind of hits a similar note in that it's, it made me a little riskier. Um, economists would definitely say, but I was telling someone the story the other day and I kind of like, I remembered it. I forget how it came up, but then I was like, this is kind of actually an interesting story of, um, there was a band that I knew some of the members from Ann Arbor and then they, they moved to Detroit and there was a, they were moved, they were living in Detroit playing and, um, for some reason they decided, they thought that the um, the way to become big, like they, they were like going to lower the cost of living even more than, because Detroit's obviously yeah. very cheap, but they were like, we can lower the cost of living even more and we'll become huge in Vietnam. Oh. And they had this plan that was like, they were gonna move to Vietnam together as a band of like six people pool their money and get, like, a mansion house for, like, very little money. Yeah. And get tight and play shows in Vietnam and become big in Vietnam. And then, like, from there... I don't know. That was just the play. I don't know what the from there part was, (laughs) what the next part. But I I was telling this story to my friend, and I was like, it's such a... To me, okay, I think it's a beautiful story because it's so... What an absurd idea. And everyone from the outside, I think, would have been, like... Why is this your plan? That's <laughs> like, an awesome idea. <laughs> like it's an absurd plan, and uh, and it they broke up, and they ah. d- you know it, didn't, it They all got in a fight, and uh, I don't think it, that, no that changes how anyway. good the plan I agree. was. Agree. Like, well, because the thing is that yeah, the chances of that working were low, and it's a weird plan, and I don't really even know why it came together in the way, but it's like a beautiful, wild idea they actually had the guts to do it and I'm certain none of them regret it. Like yeah. th- if they hadn't, they probably would. And it's just, I was thinking about it um, because I remember one of their members telling me about it before they went and I was like, what are they, what are they talking about? And then hearing about it when they got back and there's, um, I think there's a part of, in all of us that's kind of like, "Heh, hey, like, yeah, of course that didn't work out. You know, hmm. like there's this like, risk averse kind of like. Yeah,
0: maybe everyone has that part of them and i'm not well, zillowing I'm vietnam saying... mansion right now
1: <laughs> i'm saying that um that part of us i think is the part that wants to feel okay about not taking risks in our own lives yeah and i think the people like the person writing the article and the economist saying that's very irresponsible it's, it's everyone trying to justify the choices that they've made and i would say like um the I there's something in the that story in the yeah band just moving together to Vietnam to try to get big and and rent to you know pay very very cheap rent to be able to just work on music together and write an album or whatever the plan was something of that nature
0: Such a good plan
1: I, I just feel like wild ideas like that were they to work is oh, an incredible yeah, yeah. story Yep Like and so I think that the problem is that we um, it's like the the bias that comes with um, like thinking you see something uh, like serendipitous and you see it happen over and over again. so you you're, you're confer- like confirmation bias, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? That happens like positively. On the other end, it happens negatively where we see someone fail and we remember the failures version of that story. Mm-hmm. But I think, I don't know. In my eyes, we should celebrate it on the same level because it's amazing to take a risk.
0: Yeah. Oh, I would rather people try. Yeah. You know, like that. Uh, your your flesh sack lasts one time, and not for very long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, uh, and then you're dead. <laughs> right. So what are you like? What are you doing?
1: Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing?
0: I mean, planning my raccoon sanctuary in Vietnam now. Hell
1: hell yeah, get those hot dogs ready. (laughs) You're gonna have many hungry mouths to feed. No. Um. All right. I think that's podcast. That is podcast. If you are listening on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever you know, podcast streaming platform. Um. Usually, there's a way to give.
0: Give it five stars. stars.
1: If you can review, that does a lot for the algorithm. Give it five stars. Um, share this episode in your your feeds of social medias. Uh, we really, really appreciate the support. It's awesome. And if you want to write us, uh, because you have a band with music you think we should cover, it's I don't heart radio pod at gmail.com. Subject line.
0: You only get one flesh sack.
1: All right. And then... Um, also, you can find the podcast on Instagram at I don't heart radio pod. I'm on Instagram at Summer Like the Season Music.
0: I am on Instagram at a ton of underscore mastering. And I am on Twitch every day.
1: All right. Yeah. On Twitch every day at twitch.tv slash slash a, a ton, ton of. of. All right, cool. And uh, also, we'll be on tour. Those dates are going to be posted on the Summer League like, Season page. Yeah, I they think are. you're already posting them on the ton of Twitch, right? Yeah, it.
0: Is. So, cool. All
1: yeah. right. There's a um, scroll.
0: It just goes over my head.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like- All day. It's like- on 24 7 news it's yeah. usually like people dying in terrible incident man wastes just, 50
0: million dollars you
1: could add that into your scroll oh that's a good idea but your, yours is just tour dates it's just tour dates nice. yeah alright uh, we'll see you next week
0: alright see ya How